0: Hey everybody, welcome to the first episode of Puffa Plays Dungeons & Dragons. If you've listened to Point of View Weekly for a while, you may have noticed Sue and I both referencing a number of shows and podcasts around Dungeons & Dragons and role-playing games like that that we like to watch and listen to. Critical Role, Critical Hit, Acquisitions Incorporated, and a number of others. It's really Bob's fault because he got us started on them when he was planning on starting the Aurors. This podcast happened because we really liked the Aurors, and Sue especially has been wanting to get back to roleplaying of some kind for a while, so eventually we decided that I should run a Dungeons & Dragons game, just to try it out, basically. The players are going to be Sue, Bob, Colin, and Sue's friend Amy, who thought D&D sounded like a neat thing to try. What you're about to listen to is actually three different sections from two separate podcast nights that we've kind of amalgamated together. We had a pre-game podcast that we did to try and help Sue, Colin, and Bob figure out their characters a little bit, roll some dice and figure out numbers and that sort of thing, and then before the main podcast, we had Amy along and we're helping her figure her character out. Most of that has been chopped and condensed, and Sue's kind of tried to... Put the most interesting parts together. But if that still doesn't interest you, you can skip forward to about 25-30 minutes in, and that's where we start the actual Dungeons & Dragons gameplay. Keep in mind, this is our first foray at doing anything like this. It's my first time being a DM, and it's poofwa, so we're going to go off on tangents and do random things. And sometimes we may not get the rules right, or might not get them right away, but hopefully you should still enjoy listening to us bumble around and have the characters meet up and figure out just what is going on in those woods outside of town. So now, without further ado, on to the podcast.
1: So, How's long time no chat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: We just yeah. passed the anniversary of us all meeting up with each other at LeakyCon.
0: Gosh. It's
3: true. How, it was how like... many
2: years ago? Five? <sighs> six? No.
3: Not that long. I think it's five. Wow, really? This what? Yeah, I mean, I'm going to be a senior in college, and I was not even out of high school yet, so... it's true. Was it like?
2: Wait, I have the thing right here. Leaky Kong. Mm-hmm. No, it was 2013.
3: So, Sue, what do you have to do tonight, character-wise? I just refresh need, I from need the to, beginning, or...?
2: Um, well, I have the background and everything, but I, I haven't actually rolled anything. Okay. And I don't quite understand... How I take the things that I roll and put them into the skills.
3: Yeah, no problem. That's easy. Okay.
0: You can roll with your dice or we can go into roll twenty and do oh, the I online got, ones or whatever I it works.
2: got All kinds of D6s here. Even a great big one. Alrighty. So of course I've been sitting here playing with them and trying to figure out which to roll high. <laughs> so we don't want that one and I don't think we want that one. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Still, I'll roll low as soon as, you know, we start. Of course. So, let's see, what kind other of questions did I have for the... So, on the, the Dungeons & Dragons, this first sheet, I think it's the first sheet, the one that has, like, class and level. Mm-hmm. What is it, background?
0: Background is a thing that they've added in 5th edition to sort of give you... Some of the stuff that you've come up with already, like a starting point for who your character is, if you're not used to like doing role-playing in RPGs and things like that. There's a section in the handout, the chapter four has personality and background, and it gives you a list of possible backgrounds. Like uh, where your character came from before they became an adventurer, mine for the One we play on Sundays, I'm a folk hero, which means I was a small-town kid and then something happened that Eldon used his druid powers and saved the town, so now he's a folk hero. Or there's, like, criminal or entertainer or acolyte. I was thinking, with your background, you're probably an acolyte.
2: Acolyte, yeah, that makes sense.
0: Yeah. Because you're you're spending a lot of time in service of a temple that and that gives you that background gives you a few things you get skill proficiency and insight and religion and two languages of your choice and a holy symbol so you know, I got things that. like I that
2: Druid nice which you can't see but I did draw it so two <laughs> languages
0: So you get some languages from being from your class being a, a druid or a cleric, whichever one you picked. a yeah. cleric okay.
2: So I should have common, and then I'm supposed to have halfling, but I'm thinking that
0: you're giving that up because you were raised by humans.
2: Yeah, humans or what did I? Just
0: non-halflings.
2: (laughs) Non-halflings. Is it? I could do human. That work or druid. Does that work? Yeah, well,
0: druids are a class. Like, druids are a they class. Can be, so they can be humans or elves or half-elves or anything, basically.
2: All right, so let's go with humans. I'll change that to that would make it more sense. But I think it druids, they would be more apt to be in the temple where I was raised.
0: hmm Okay. So yeah. that, that you're, If sense. you're making it a druid's temple, then yeah. That's why I wasn't sure which way you were going, whether you were also becoming a druid, but. No. Okay. The usual, I think you had said in your thing which god you picked as well. Yes. Um, Bell, Belor? Okay. Balinor is what you said. Yeah. Okay. I will have to look Balinor up because I don't, I don't know what that means, but.
2: <laughs> Basically the god of hunting here. It's the nature domain.
0: Yeah, God of beasts and the hunt, life and nature, etc. And the symbol is a pair of antlers. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And these are—it's one of the gods from Eberron, which um, I think is one of the three or four main D and D settings. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't really know a lot about Eberron, but as far as our game goes, it's not really going to matter that much, so that's fine. Although I suppose I shouldn't say that too many times because uh, Matt Mercer thought he was only doing a one-shot. <laughs> <laughs>
2: 58 games later. Did you watch Liam's? Yes. That was was (laughs) insane.
0: That would be a reference to Critical Role, and you can find it on their page in between episodes 58 and 59.
2: And I guess I need to figure out what alignment I am. Mm -hmm. Because Mm -hmm. as a halfling, I would be...
0: Alignment, it's not really that important. Like There there are things that come with it, but it's... The guy that I've sort of been going to for my DM tips and such on YouTube says it's a description, not a prescription. So, like, it depends on what you as a character do, and we figure out which one is describing the way you're already
2: acting. Okay. Because mm-hmm. I think I, I have it as lawful good, but Balinar's would be neutral. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Well. So I just wasn't sure if that mattered.
0: I'm not sure how many steps away you're supposed to be for the whole deity thing to work. You may have to be, like, neutral good or something like Mm -hmm. that. Although, once you put everything in on Roll20, you can always do it there, too. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Are we using Roll20? That was the idea, at least for the dungeon portion itself.
1: Okay. Uh, Welcome back. I'm back. I I ran over two small kids who were trying to do fireworks. I figured (laughs) I'd get at least... 10 to 15 XP for each one of those kills. Cause I know like level one bandits are 25. So I at least should get fit third, anywhere between 20 and 30 XP for that, Scott. Yeah. And they were armed. Oh, wow. So it's definitely worth it. You're them. right. They were armed with explosives. So that makes them like at least like a threat level of like two. What's it called? No. <laughs> I learned, I find, okay. Total side point. I ran uh, the first session of the campaign that I made for some friends and I'm the 1st mm-hmm. time I'm doing actually running fifth edition. And one of my other DM friends is like, you need to have all of the people add up to one. Otherwise, they'll get their butts kicked. They still almost <laughs> got their butts kicked. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, I, I put it, it was 0. .75. I so didn't even do a full one difficulty. But anyway, I digress. Was Amy able to make it, or am I too late? Because this, She
2: was not feeling well and asked to bow out.
1: Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, so you're not missing anything in that sense.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Gotcha. did you guys figure things out for her in regards to her character and yeah. whatnot?
2: We've been waiting for you. We you guys could
1: a little but, bit. So. guys could have worked on things without me. I mean, well, we
2: talked about some stuff.
1: Yeah, we're wrapping up character sheets and okay other well, sheets. I mean, I've, I already have like a character sheet. Like, I don't need. I'm not building a character tonight. I just was coming by for a cameo to, you know, hang out and talk and answer <laughs> questions if need be.
0: Yeah. Well, I just thought we'd talk about the adventure and all work on Sue's character together and we can roll things up if anybody needs to roll things. Okay.
1: <gasps> screw you guys. I'm going home. Bye. Oh, wait. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> God damn it, Nintendo. Never mind. I'm still around. I just got, I just What's got happening? A thing. I just got a thing from IGN that Pokemon Go begins worldwide launch. But it's like, I was like, screw you guys. I'm going to go play some Pokemon Go and go for a walk. But then I realized. They just said that it's only worldwide in Australia and New Zealand. So Screw Australia! <laughs> is not quite the definition of worldwide. So I, I will now sit here and cry to myself and eat my burrito while I, uh, I go over my character sheet. Oh dear. <laughs> so you're playing a half-elf warlock, correct, Colin? Yes, that is exactly what I'm playing. Yes, I'm a human fighter. Uh, technically, I think it's champion and master at arms, if I remember correctly, correct, Colin? Uh,
3: so, so Scott, mm-hmm. I have two questions for you. I guess they're both kind of role clarifications. So the first one is I know at least traditionally and I don't know how mm. much this continues into five, years, I've seen it, that the number of languages you can know beyond your first is your intelligence modifier. Is that correct? I'm not
0: certain. I know because there are there are several races and classes and such that give you multiple ones. So I think it must be possible to have several.
3: Because yeah. uh, I know I have, between my race, my class, and my background, I can have up to four languages, but with my intelligence modifier, it doesn't allow me to take all four, so I'm unsure if it's I have access to four and I can choose one, or if it's I have access to those four and the old rule doesn't apply...
0: I would lean more towards the latter, because there are so many things that give you multiple languages. I feel like they're probably not limiting it as much. Yeah, it says, by virtue of your race, your character can speak, read, and write certain languages, etc. Your background can give you additional languages. Yeah, it doesn't look like there's a limit on that.
3: And then the other thing is, because I'm playing a spellcaster... From what I've read, an arcane focus is just like a staff or something that they use for casting, Like a, a. Mm-hmm. a wand. Is that also correct?
0: Yeah, it's basically, I think it comes as part of your basic okay. kit. Like, my yeah. druid just comes with a druidic focus. So it can be whatever you want it to be. Okay. It's just there as a flavor, basically. Perfect. Thank you. So, well, did you want to start rolling some things, Sue? Or?
2: Yeah, let's do this thing. So four, right?
0: Yeah, you roll four d6s and take the highest three.
2: Well, that just sucks.
3: Starting off on a good fight. Okay.
0: I'm not entirely sure how to um, marry the whole cleric thing with the beast companion thing, because that's mostly a ranger
1: bit. Is it? Uh, That's fine. Sue, are you multi-classing on
2: us?
1: (laughs) It sounds like you're a druid who's a ranger who's a cleric. Are you creating your own class? Apparently. I don't know what I'm doing.
0: I mean, as a cleric of a nature domain, you get spells like animal friendship and speak with animals and uh, charm animals and plants and so on. I mean, that would work well enough to be friendly with animals around, Mm -hmm. but I don't know that I could... And I mean, you could flavor it as, yes, you have this raven that follows you around, but I don't know that we would be able to, it wouldn't be like trinket, like you couldn't attack right.
3: with it. Right. Yeah, it she's just...
0: totally about to him. <laughs> what Or you yes, say? otherwise you'd have to multiclass the him. ranger.
2: <laughs> no, no.
0: It's
1: but okay, that's Alex. a little complex.
2: Yeah, let's not get too, too crazy.
1: I was going to say you're hands down the most complex character we've got. <laughs> <laughs> I was having fun. Mm -hmm. Fun? What's fun? I'm going to play by the rules, Sue. (laughs) Hashtag lawful good for life.
2: (laughs) So, okay, as a halfling, I can... I wrote all these notes. I had great notes. Now I can't figure out anything that I wrote. And I don't know if it's considered a proficiency, but I think it is that... Oh, here, look, it is. Blend into the crowd. So I have Inherit Stealth. I Avoid Unwanted Attention somewhere in Mm -hmm. here.
1: Like stealth and multi-classing into rogue now? No, that's (laughs) just a halfling thing.
2: This is a halfling trait.
1: (laughs) Halflings are small and sneaky. Nope, Uh, nope. Another class. We're quad-classing now. (laughs) Yeah. Sue is all the classes. Sue is all the classes. Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay, so there we go. Hashtag, we don't even need to play. It's a solo game.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So if I'm naturally stealthy, does that...
0: It means you can roll to hide when all you have to hide with is a bigger person next to you.
2: Right, but Um, I'm wondering if you can
0: hide behind somebody or whatever.
2: With like saving throws, do I need to do something higher in one of these because I have that or can I do, do I do something lower? It doesn't, it doesn't increase
0: your stealth skill. It just means you're allowed to hide more often. There are more things you can hide behind.
3: Um, Normally stealth has a lot of restrictions and when it can be employed involving not being directly noticed. Mm-hmm. But with the halfling ability, you can use people or other large obstacles more frequently than you could without
1: it. No. For example, like I had this situation where I got in an argument with one of my players. She was, uh, Oh, you know, Michelle. Anyway, Michelle was playing playing a game of D and D with Michelle and she wanted to literally go stealth when she was standing out in the middle of the field with nothing around her except for other <laughs> players. Like the nearest player was like 20 feet away from her. He was like, "I want to go stealth." I'm like, "What are you stealthing behind?" I just want to cast stealth. It's like y- you have nothing to hide behind. Yeah. And she was very upset with me because I told her no. He <laughs> said, "Least that was my interpretation of it." I mean, you gotta have something to hide behind.
3: Unless she's gonna
1: army crawl like one tenth movement speed. Yeah, I was like, what are you? Is this a world of, This isn't World of Warcraft.
2: Hit points are going to be 8 plus 13. Is
0: that right? Uh no, it's plus your modifier. So it would okay. be 8 plus 1.
3: Plus 1, so 9. Yeah. Oh, you squishy. Yeah. Well, I'm little. We're level I'm 1. We're all squishy. <laughs> yeah. And we have 11. And I forget
1: then, what mine's. Up.
2: How do I figure out the skills?
0: Some of them you have your proficiency in from your background and your race and such. So you can mark those down as things you're proficient in. The numbers for them is the bonus of whichever ability applies. So like your acrobatics is your dexterity because it's moving quickly. Animal handling is your wisdom because I guess they decided you need to be wise to figure out what to do with animals.
2: Is that the modifier then that goes with that or is it the... Yes.
0: The only thing the ability scores do... The big numbers, the 12, 13, 10, et cetera, is tell you what your modifier is. Everything else, you use the modifier. So, like, if you are making a, let's say, insight check, you have proficiency in that because of your background. Right. So you have a plus two from your proficiency. You have a plus two from your wisdom modifier. So you roll a d20 and add four. On Roll20, it's got it all, so it, it'll be easier to do if we're actually playing on yeah. Roll20. They have them there
3: for are you. Are you at a position, Scott, where you can share that on Yes, actually.
0: I have a landing page that doesn't have anything secret on it, so you guys Perfect. can come in and join
3: yeah. that. Can uh, also that way, associate with character yeah. names, tokens, and...
0: Mm-hmm. I do not have any tokens and such for you yet. That's something we'll have to figure out once you we know just, who the characters that's part are.
1: part of the fun, we can find
0: but, them. Yeah. Let's see. Where does it let me invite people? I've been merrily going along putting in Sue's stats in the character sheet that isn't hers. (laughs) So that's unhelpful.
2: Well. Yeah,
0: your numbers are a lot better on us than (laughs) they were on your actual dice.
2: (laughs) That makes me sad. I like rolling my dice. I think I would just go with leather armor. I'm not sure about, like, the studded leather, but I don't see her as, in, like, metal, heavy... She's just too small.
3: Mm-hmm, okay. Yeah. You could get it custom-built for you. Hey, Scott. hmm Would it be possible to make my arcane focus a necklace, kind of like a holy symbol? <laughs>
2: yeah,
3: I think that would be reasonable. Okay, it would still take a hand to hold, which is kind of what the arcane focuses do, so it will not allow me to use both hands at once, but it's just- yeah looks nicely with the backstory and the fact that I already get a trinket that is from my past.
0: So I don't know how much of this will end up being podcast fodder, but some of it should be useful, yeah. hopefully.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I recorded it all. Well, I when Bob got here, I clicked it off and then clicked it back on. But we'll
1: play with it. yeah
2: um, all righty. Bob, this is Amy. Amy, this is Bob.
1: Hi, Amy. How's it going? Uh,
2: very good. Yes. It's very weird introducing people you can't see. Yeah, yes, yes,
1: that's, Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, but. We could alter it
0: uh, on the video, but. I don't have anything <laughs> yeah. I, I went to PDF. work today, I'm
2: good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the more I play D&D E5, the more I realize how much I don't understand D&D E5. On both sides, <laughs> from DM and also as a player. I feel like a failure. Um, yeah. But I love my stats. Holy crap, did I roll well. Yeah, I'm loving mine too. <laughs> I get bonuses to everything. Yeah, fighters are good it's for that. Like, I don't, and I don't, my lowest score is a 12.
2: Well, I re-rolled mine, Bob, because I figured out that I was taking away the highest number instead of the lowest number.
0: Yeah, so that's why they were coming out low. Okay. <laughs> because she was taking away whatever the highest thing was she rolled.
2: Amy, are you putting things in? Is that what you're doing? Uh, um, trying to figure this out. It's <laughs> a gibberish to me. <laughs> Can we play Hero Clicks? You- I know that. <laughs>
0: If you need any help or explanations about what goes where and what this stuff is, we can do that. Did you roll uh, ability scores? No. Okay, that's (laughs) the big thing to start with. Being a rogue, you probably want your highest in your dexterity, because that's for, you know, sneaking and stabbing and throwing things. Your constitution gives you um, your hit points, so you might want some in there. Intelligence is good for things you would normally use intelligence for, and also wizard spells. Wisdom is for knowing not to piss off the local constabulary, and druids and clerics have their spells from wisdom. Charisma is how well you can persuade people and things like that. Yeah. Which race did you end up choosing? Because you Uh, also get some bonuses uh, from those.
2: Is it drow? Is that how you pronounce it? I yeah. think
0: so. <laughs> it could be Drow, it could be Drow, whatever. I was gonna play. You know,
2: the elfy people, kind of foresty. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to be more of an elf Drow or kind of not
1: wood an. That'd be more of a wood elf than say a Drow. A Drow live underground. Yeah, they're the key ones. Dark elves. Dark elves, horrible stabbing uh, people I'm- who like worshipping demons. <laughs> I'm just, just saying yeah.
2: Sue, does that sound like me? I think it kind of does <laughs> you could,
0: If you want to yeah, do foresty things you could be a wood elf There's more sneaky
2: uh, No, I, got I pretty, thought that good. Yeah, no, I'm good with what I've got
0: Okay, if you're going dark elf then charisma, whatever you put in charisma gets a bump up by one because that's their thing Wood Elves get an increase on Wisdom, and High Elves get an increase on Intelligence.
1: Okay, this is an FYI to everyone who's in call. We are now live, hot, and flowing on Puba Plays at twitch.tv backslash PoovaPlays. be live chat, aka <laughs> and possibly... <Irasive. laughs> I should probably tell you that we
0: now are online. The one disadvantage to doing Dungeons & Dragons, especially this sort of way, doing it online is that we have, there is a
1: lot of setup and figuring things out. This we'll get there. This is not the Aurors by any stretch of the imagination. ors was dumbed down into <laughs> D&D 4. This is D&D 5.
0: Yes. It's Which has except. much less fiddly setup than 3 and the various ones based on 3. But. Yeah. <laughs> what is survival?
1: Yeah, I mean, like, what does survival really do?
3: Survival is it's for, tracking. Yeah. It's oh, for yeah. wilderness. Yeah. This game doesn't have, like, an urban survival, which is sometimes a thing, so survival tends to just cover, like, hunting, trap-making, all those Mm -hmm. fun things.
0: It kind of takes the place of Streetwise from earlier versions Mm -hmm. as well, if you're in an urban area. What kind of con artist are you?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Not sure yet. (laughs) We'll get going and figure that out.
1: Well, when well, you do me. that, I need to look up something even for my character, which is the type of game set, which would be the one con you would pick. You would need to pick from... Where did it go? No one cares about spells. One of those fancy caster types who no one likes playing anyway, unless they're a pansy. I mean, sorry, oh, Colin. a pansy? <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I've seen oh, what, uh, what you Warhawks can do, and it ain't pretty. Um, <laughs> yeah. The
3: command level one. So if you want to be marching off some cliffs, man, oh you have command attitude. Oh
1: yeah. All right, let's get this going. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I rolled a seventeen. I should have. I only got a nine. Ah, well, I'm the fighter. I should be the one jumping into. Okay. So, I just want to let you guys know, know.
2: Wait a minute. Slash roll one d whoops thirty. That'll work.
1: <laughs> one d one d thirty. I'm okay, okay. hmm. rolling a D20. Oh, you said D20,
2: right? Isn't that initiative? Oh, how do I do initiative? Work?
1: Oh, initiative. In, <laughs> this is in, not fair. Initiative is a D20 plus your Dex modifier. Which actually, I was no. Yeah, it's a D20 so plus I your like Dex this, modifier.
2: I just click on this.
1: Got it. Yeah, or you just yeah. click on the there initiative button.
2: Well, I didn't know that.
1: Silly Sue. Initiative <laughs> is for kids.
2: Yeah. Hi, Amy. <laughs> Welcome back.
1: <laughs>
2: I think we're ready to start. Okay.
1: Yeah.
2: Pretty
0: much.
1: Okay. So, just as an FYI, now that we're ready to start, I will do some semblance of an introduction to this show. Okay. Because we've been asked to explain who everyone is. So, um, I don't know how we want to do this. All right. <laughs> Welcome to Puffa Plays Dungeons and Dragons. Fine, Scott, take my job. I see how it is. I mean, it's your show and all, but steal, ah. take it. I, I, fine. I'm now you get to introduce yourself. No, 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 no. Actually, it makes sense. I introduce, I am the host of Point of View Weekly, which is the self-imposed title of the host of Point of View Weekly. You can be the host of this wonderful Poople Plays show. <laughs> well, that was my intro. <laughs> oh, well, okay.
0: No, but, That's it. Um, yes, yeah, so you, you each should introduce your own name, your character's name, and what kind of character they are. So, like, All right. Bob would say, uh, you know, I'm Bob, I'm playing I'm so-and-so, the human fighter, or whatever. Uh,
1: you're doing it for me, Scott. You, first <laughs> off, you take my intro, and now you're taking my own personal intro? <laughs> I'm merely explaining. Go right nope, ahead. Oh, nope, I see how it is. All right, well, in that case... I am Bob, the ever-popular host of Point of View Weekly. The reason you actually watch that pile of crap show... No, I'm joking. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Bob. I will be playing James Blackwood, the human fighter, a sword who travels from town to town looking to make a buck for anyone who is willing to pay for his services. He usually is not very picky on the type of jobs he takes, but he does kind of have a heart of gold. I'm Colin. I'm
3: playing... Xanthir Serpenthelm, who is a half-elf warlock. What the party would know kind of in first encounters would just be he's a very charismatic fellow who doesn't talk much about his past, but shows an aptitude for magic, although he seems to dislike actually casting.
2: Say your name again. Just
3: Xan will work.
2: I'm going to give Amy a minute to keep thinking up a name, and I'm going to say that (laughs) I am Sue. I am playing Portia Lightfoot, Tia for short. A hapling cleric. She is very, very small. Has again the heart of gold. Is a people pleaser.
1: That is my trait too. Uh, I've already claimed. So I
2: am of a heart Hufflepuff heart. all the way through. It's the only way oh, I God. work.
1: I'm no longer a heart of gold. I like killing children in their sleep.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so she's going to You can have
1: multiple nice people in the. No, same no. no I have of course to not. Feel the stereotype.
2: She's going to tr- be the peacemaker.
0: Amy, did you decide on a name for yourself?
2: Uh, no. <laughs> Should I go with Winchester as my last name? Because that seems to be what I normally go with.
1: <laughs> you can go with Whatever you want. It's your yeah, character.
2: It's your character. You can mm-hmm. have whatever name you want.
1: At this point, we took a bit
0: of a detour to lists of drow names online, and eventually Amy decided she liked the name Zara. Also, Bob decided to change his name to something else he liked better.
2: We could start with Zara, and then you could come up with a last name. Later, stuff later.
3: Cause yeah, I don't you can not even help. share your first name with us yet. Yeah, you could be like that
1: guy. Girl, you're not
0: worthy of my name.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're not worthy of being even called a name because you're a drow.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Charlotte you can't forget that.
0: Yeah, maybe, maybe she, she has fifty-seven talk- names. Who knows?
2: hmm yeah. She could be like Percival. Can you do Percival's names? I can't do them.
0: Let's see. I don't think I remember them all in order, but it's like Percival von Muselheim, Kowalski, the III. I've missed one.
2: Um, <laughs> that was pretty good, uh, though. <laughs> yeah.
1: Percival Frederickstein. something.
3: That's it. Yeah. That's it. Percival
1: Fredrikstein von Musil, Kowalski, the Third, And Bob? So Zara, Zant, Portia, and reintroducing clearly the best character in this entire party, the human fighter, the most handsome man in all of the imaginary world we're playing in. Taden, Ander Blackstrand.
2: Hmm. Ander?
1: Already? Ander. Ander. I got it from the player's handbook. That's pretty it's good. struck me as a commoner, simple name, but someone mm-hmm. who has risen the, in the ranks to become an amazing venture on his own right.
3: Well, as a half-elf, I am going to have to compete with you for the most attractive character. Oh,
1: wait, no. Where's your charisma at? 18. God damn it, I'm screwed. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that doesn't mean you won't think you're the most attractive.
3: No. That's but- true. I have
1: a pretty low intelligence score of 12. It's a pretty I'm classic pre- half-off thing to be. I am pretty intelligent for a fighter at 12. That's true. That's you don't true. have the intelligence of six thing going. No, so. I'm no, I'm no grog. I am way smarter than, well, it makes sense that I would be smarter than Barbarian because I will eventually become a Battlemaster fighter, which is, they're like more known for being tacticians and commanders. Having strategy and being aware of what they're doing. Like a big sword, and then bashing people's head in. And
2: going off on (laughs) tangents during our intro. Are you sure your name's not Ryan?
1: (laughs) Hey, someone's gotta be Ryan when Ryan's not here. Yeah.
2: Let's play Uh, before we have to go away.
1: Alright.
0: In the small, seemingly ordinary town of Vilain, four adventurers meet in a tavern. It's the start of any number of stories, but this one is ours. We may not always know exactly what we're doing, but then it's Puffla, a group of friends, some cooperative and less-than-cooperative dice, and an interesting crop of migrating accents. Welcome to Poofo Plays, Dungeons and Dragons. Do you guys want to get into town and discover what's going on, or do you want to already know what's going on and just jump I in? I want
1: to roll a D20 to see uh, if I am getting drunk in the bar. Yeah, I, I
3: wanna start out in a nice little tavern seeing if up. I can actually get to know no! you. <laughs> you just keep trying to take drinks and you
1: keep missing your mouth sometimes. I just Well better no, better yet. No. Here's what I think is happening. Okay. All right. So we're at the, wait, no, I'm sorry. Scott, I don't know if this is in your scenario, but I'm doing it anyway. Roll with me. Okay. So <laughs> yeah. I'm at the bar or pub or tavern, whatever it is in this lovely town. And I'm at the bar and I am for all intents and purposes, drinking the worst ale they possibly have. And I am hitting on hands down, probably the least attractive women at the bar. And I seem to not be able to get any of the alcohol into my mouth because I am crit failing right now. I rolled a one. <laughs> For those of you who aren't watching the live stream, I rolled a one and I have failed horribly. Well, they don't I mean, serve, it serve the, the good the alcohol assholes. in the middle of the day, man. <laughs> uh, oh, wait, I have to do, we have to do voices? It's up to you. All right. Well, I think I'm going to talk it's like
3: this. at least It's a little annoying for player <laughs> characters to always have one.
1: So I'm sorry. I didn't actually, because I was busy ranting and raving, Scott. I really didn't hear what the person who spoke to me in character said.
0: Well, you were sitting at the Copper Dragon, generally grousing about the quality of the ale. Mm-hmm. And it's horrible ale. Yes. And Brecca, who's the serving girl. Question. Mm hmm. She is, actually, fairly. She, you know, she's young. She's got curly black hair,
1: has a nice blue dress. I like how Scott just totally ignored my request to roll the floor with her. I'm just, just saying. Oh, I completely missed it, that's why. Oh, I'm so. sorry. I just thought you were ignoring me, which is what I would do with me at this case. <laughs> Feel free to roll. Oh, right. I'm to roll. I'm going to be like, hey there, because that's the best to kind of pick up line there possibly could be. And he, for a charisma check, why am I rolling two? Do I have advantage on this? Apparently. No, it just gives you the option. Yeah, you I'm, can I'm,
3: disable in the settings. So okay, the first well, one is generally considered the so, you non-advantage know, one. So, pretty so bad.
1: You, uh. Roll well, two ones in a row, or is that nine count?
2: <laughs>
3: you rolled a three, didn't you? This would be a perfect time yeah, to
0: introduce. You rolled my a one character. plus two.
3: As, as he's failing to hit on this poor woman, I would saddle up next to him in the tavern. And uh flirt with a twenty
1: one. Dang so. he's beating me. They're <laughs> 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 like Wait, stick Wait, so alcohol mate.
0: Yeah. Brucka yeah. just basically rolls her eyes at you and says, I've got another customer to serve <clears throat> and wander's but, but, over there.
3: But, but, but,
0: what could I do for you, sir?
1: Well no, you're saying that she's talking to Xanth or Zanny Pants instead of me.
0: Yes. She, okay. com- You completely failed and went like, Hey, how are you doing? And she just went, ah, okay. and
1: walked off to the Practice, other end of
0: yeah. the bar okay. where Zan oh, has it. just walked in.
3: Yeah, I'm pretty used to this kind of treatment, so I will small talk her up, just asking about what the local drink is and get one of those and ask if I can get two and split one with her. Well,
0: I shouldn't really be drinking with customers, but we are rather slow at the moment.
3: Of course. As well as when you
0: and if any of you are interested in a meal as well, they do have a menu tacked up behind the bar. What is the cost of said meal? Depending on what you order, you can get yourself a leg of mutton and a potato and an apple for four silver. Or you could get some mixed grill and turnips for five. If you just want a snack, you can get some flatbread for two silver.
1: Wait, so I can get like a leg of mutton and a... Okay. Okay. Um, what time of day is it? Would this be like a meal time?
0: It's, it's between meal times at the moment. So they probably wouldn't be at their best. It's sort of mid afternoon. That's why the leg of mutton was what they were serving for lunch. So those are left okay. over, but you could still have one or they're just in the process of putting together things for supper. If you wanted to wait a little bit, you could
1: get the first grill of the day. Okay. I was just curious. I'm cheap. Yep. I'm not buying anything, especially since the ale is so horrible. I can only imagine how horrible the food is.
2: <laughs> so Tia's is going to come in through the door and kind of look around, maybe find a spot at a table and have to really boost herself up and maybe order a little bit of the flatbread.
0: All right. An older woman comes over, and she's smiling brightly at you. She has long blonde hair tied in a bun. She says, Welcome to the Copper Dragon, miss. What can I get you?
2: Well, I'd like to have, uh, I'll have some of the flatbread and, uh, just a cup of ale.
0: Certainly. That'll be three silver.
2: Okay. She'll hand over three silver.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. This is Giselle, who is the proprietress of the Copper Dragon. And she bustles off to the kitchen to get your flatbread and says, Brekka, get the lady an ale. And Brekka rolls her eyes and <sighs> stands up from the edge of the bar where she'd been kind of leaning over and chatting with Zan, goes and gets you an ale and thunks it down on the table. So Somebody just got again. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's
3: okay. It doesn't have to be a fast process.
1: This <laughs> is sure we could be coming back here on a regular basis
3: Yeah, no, I don't plan to leave here For the rest of the adventure I got my own adventure
1: <laughs> The adventure Well, that'll pants. <laughs>
3: yeah. So
0: uh,
2: And she'll say thank you For the ale Because she's unfailingly polite
0: Brickup mostly ignores you
2: <laughs> mm,
3: Probably What a oh, bitch I'll take this time to look around to see who else is in the tavern with us. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and roll Perception, I would imagine, Scott. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sounds about right. Uh let's see what I get here. Uh only an eight, so I don't know if I notice anything out of the ordinary, but what's our tavern look like?
0: It's a a nice tavern. It's not uh it's not fancy. It's you know, well brushed wood. It seems like it's been polished and cleaned. There isn't a lot of dust and cobwebs in the corners and things like that. But it's not. Uh, there isn't you know velvet curtains or anything of that nature. It's a small town inn, but it seems to be fairly well kept. Mm-hmm. There are a few regulars who. Started trickling in just to chat with each other or maybe they're getting ready for supper. Most of them look like they're probably farmers. There's a thin, older man who's kind of squinting at everybody. He doesn't seem to think much of you. There's a a larger, middle-aged man who looks like a fairly jovial fellow. He's actually come in with a young woman who looks like she might be his daughter. And there's a stout woman that has wide hands and calluses. Is some sort of artisan, probably.
3: Okay. I'll give this stink eye to the old man who is uh, looking distrustingly at me. (laughs) I'm used to jealousy, but it doesn't mean I'm going to back down.
0: He just glares some more and goes, Eh, townies. (laughs) And then the man who's sitting there with his daughter just kind of gives him an elbow.
1: (laughs) Alright, so on a scale of like 1 to 10, 10 being the best ale I've ever had, to one being, like, piss water. Like, what's the level of quality of this ale? Like, am I going to want to order another one?
0: Everyone else seems to be mostly enjoying theirs. You'd give that one, uh, what little you tasted of it, probably a three. But it's possible, as uh, Brecka said earlier, you know, they don't bring out the best stuff in midday. So maybe if you wait a little while, they might have a little bit better.
1: Okay, so what I do... I mean, am I, like, getting drunk off this at all? Like, it tastes like crap, but am I getting drunk? That's the important question.
0: It gives you a little bit of a buzz once you stop trying to flirt with the girls and just concentrate on actually drinking it.
1: Okay. It's, you know, you've only had one. So It's not I, that strong. I go ahead and I just down the rest of this horrible ale. Despite the horrible taste in my mouth, I slam the flagon or whatever it is I'm drinking it out of on the bar, and I flag over Brekka. She takes a little while to notice you because she's
0: in a bit of a huff, but eventually she does. And she comes over and leans on the table and says, Yeah, what do you want?
1: And I'm a little, I'm a little, I'm I'm not buzzed, but I'm like, you know, I'm feeling a little good. And I'm like, All right, I want the best ale this place has to offer, regardless of what time of day it is.
0: Why is that so? Well, that might cost you an extra silver. At this
1: point,
3: I will saddle up next to him and mm-hmm. offer to take it. Be like, oh, I
1: got this. I can cover. Bring two. And so, like, what's my character's name again? I totally forget. Ander. Ander, thank you. Ander, who is kind of focusing on the bar lady person, turns to this half-elf, takes his hand and he slaps him on the back. He's like, you're not so bad after all. Whatever no. your name is. I introduce myself to Zan. Eh, it always doesn't hurt to make a few friends. True to that. Ander, nice to meet you.
2: Portia will hear this and maybe kind of go over and say, I always like to make new friends.
1: What's up, pipsqueak? No, I'm kidding.
2: <laughs> I'm a
1: person. She
2: kicks him in the shin.
1: I didn't actually do it. I was metagaming. <laughs>
3: Otherwise,
0: I'd make you roll a d4 for damage.
3: We would have to take a second to look around till we realize we had to look down, though.
2: Yes, you probably yeah.
1: would. Yeah,
2: I'm down here. I'm gonna
1: change the voice a little. I was gonna me. say, I just I love can't how RP characters change. <laughs> Their voice changed like five times in every run through of the game. Yeah. I, I can't
3: do it, I'm
0: sorry. <laughs> so, your voices could be whatever voices you want or your own voices. Just figure I have to make some differentiation the, between these people. Cool people.
1: <laughs> and you, as are kind of is a little more important. Yeah. yeah.
3: I pull out yeah. a stool and offer to help her up and ask her what she's having. I've
2: got my L in my hand, so I'll hand that up to him.
3: Perfect, and, and I'll put and it down.
2: Climb up. I have some flatbread coming. You guys can share it if you'd like.
1: Thank you, little miss. What be your name? That's mighty kind find of you, and I'm now a cowboy from <laughs> the West. I'm T.
2: See, I rub off on y'all. Uh, I'm Portia.
1: Nice Hi. to meet you, Portia. I'm Ander. And I'm Xan.
2: Hi, Ander. Hi, Hi, Zan.
1: Giselle comes out from
0: the kitchen. And starts to bring the flatbread over to the table you were at, and then notices you moved, and brings it over to you, and says, Brekka, what are you doing standing around here? Serve these people! And Brecca says, "Ah, oh, ma'am, they're just... Well, this one in particular is being a bit of a... And Giselle says, I don't
1: care, just get them the ale, All right. yeah i'm happy i can be a horrible person and i get my good alcohol no i'm joking i'm not a horrible person i'm just being myself and she's smiling brightly
0: at you but uh, as brecca walks away and is no longer paying attention she does kind of point a finger at you to let you know she's still gonna pay attention because not just anybody
1: gets to be mean to her daughter I'm not being mean, am I? So Breka, she doesn't know she was <laughs> no, 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 I mean like I, no, I'm, I don't think I've been mean to anybody. I've hit it I don't think I was mean to her. You have not verifying that
0: Brecka was trying to get you in trouble. Okay. But she wants to keep all did her you, customers. Did you her bluff check? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I should, I should give Brecca a bluff check actually. I don't know what her scores would be.
3: You always have to give scores to random NPCs. That's fun of it. Yeah. You never know who we're going to try to fight. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Any other people? Maybe like a hooded figure or possibly an elf like figure kind of sitting in the back of the room, not drawing attention to themselves?
2: Actually, Laura's down the bar listening to everything you're saying. Mm-hmm.
0: The thin faced man is giving her weird looks too.
3: <laughs>
1: just like outsiders. <laughs> so, just out of curiosity, is she hooded? Is she. She is hooded. Okay. Yeah. definitely hooded. I should get you all to go
0: through and describe what do your characters look like.
1: Okay, uh, just as a reference, my guy is roughly 6'2", six 6' six whatever, just kind of like average human male adventure height. Uh, short brunette hair, blue eyes, relatively good looking for a human Nothing, like, super fancy, but, you know, he has a kind of farm boy kind of look to him. Yeah, he's clean cut and wholesome. (laughs) For the most part, but he's got two decently sized swords strapped to his back. He's wearing chain mail. I'm guessing he probably has come, my character's come from an adventure, is currently on an adventure somewhere, and this is just a stopping point for him. And he's fair-skinned. The best way, I would say, like, if you're looking for, like, an actor reference, for some reason I'm picturing Jamie Lannister from Game of Thrones. Which I don't think any of you watch, so that doesn't help that. So. <laughs> but whatever, that's okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just <a> good character <laughs> reference right there. Generic, good farm boy looking guy who's an adventurer. Okay. Alrighty. Uh, Zan, sitting next to him, is a little on the shorter end, only
3: 5'10", with a kind of wispy blonde hair and brown eyes, but very, very pale very typical Fae. The half-elf is strong. Probably has to do something also with his general charm that is felt in his presence. He's definitely still wearing his adventure stuff, but he has left all his weapons at the door next to the weapon check. So he is just kind of sitting in his leather armor, enjoying a drink and doesn't seem to be really bothered or on alert. Just very laid back at this point in time. Wait,
1: does this pub have a weapon check? It does now. <laughs> well, it does now, so, my, so, so uh, I my made person. one yeah. So my two trusty blades are at the weapon check now. Not on my amazing person.
3: Mm-hmm. I tend to find ways out of trouble besides arms at first. That is my intonation, at least.
1: There's nothing yeah. that a good sword can't solve.
2: <laughs> well, Portia, on the other hand, is very small. She is 3 feet 2 inches tall, about 24 pounds. She's real slight. She has uh, wavy, light brown hair, hazel eyes. Mm-hmm. She has on uh leather armor and prefers to wear more foresty type colors rather than the bright colors that a normal halfling would wear.
0: Okay. Yeah. she's a little bit atypical that way.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely stands out.
0: Mm-hmm. Alright. And what does Zara look like?
3: Zara put
2: Favors dark green, blonde hair, blue eyes. Six foot, maybe. You can't really tell because she's sitting at the bar. Yeah. She's unusually large woman, but you can't really tell. She's very intimidating.
0: You probably can't see her features quite as well because she's got her hood up.
2: Correct. She likes to stay in the shadows, and she observes.
1: Okay.
3: Being a half-elf, would I recognize a drow more easily separate from another fae? Like, would I get bonus on a perception check?
0: You might. It's worth rolling perception and see what you get.
2: Okay. That's a 20. I'd say you probably know very well. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, I think you figured it out.
3: Okay. That's a drow in the corner. I'm going to be innately a little distressful, and my hand will kind of slip down towards a dagger that I've hidden on my side. Mm
0: -hmm. You've noticed that what hair is coming out of the hood is paler blonde than is usual for elves. And you can tell that she is, you know, her build is slimmer than a human would be. And then if you look a little bit closer, you can see that her skin is very dark, which, again, is unusual for most elves. As you are sitting there chatting, it's starting to get a little bit darker outside. It's not quite sunset, but you can tell that the rays that are coming in through the door have changed angle and then suddenly a large man bursts in through the door and he looks like he's been running.
3: Is he saying anything uh, when he enters?
0: He has to take a moment to catch his breath and then the first thing he says is, they took her. And the man who's sitting with his daughter looks up and says, who, what's going on? And says, they took her. They took my daughter, the goblins. They came and took her. And everybody is understandably shaken by this.
1: Um, I roll to not be shaken. I, I'm yeah. still drinking my yeah. my <laughs> ale, but I mean, I, all, I, all of the
0: regulars are. They know who this everybody girl who is.
1: Everybody knows who this is, yeah. <laughs> right? Okay.
0: And this is a large man. He's wearing a black leather apron, and he smells a little bit off. You're not quite sure what it
1: is exactly. Um, can I roll an insight check? Mm-hmm. I want to see if he secretly actually cut his daughter up and ate her himself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Because he clearly is a butcher. He's clearly a butcher. And he may be also a cannibal. You never know these things. So we're doing an insight check. That's how the two-hour campaign become a five-minute campaign. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Spoilers.
0: I rolled an 18. Very nice. He seems to be very sincere. He's definitely panting. He's worried about this. Well, I would
1: be too if I ate an entire person.
0: (laughs) There is no actual blood on his person. As you are, are looking closer, you notice he's actually holding a hammer.
2: I was going to say, it sounds more like he's a a smithy to me. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, it sounds like he's a butcher. Uh
0: oh, disappointing. <laughs> so the friendly-looking man stands up, and he now looks worried, and he says, goblins? The goblins took Bess? And the other man says, yes. Now they came from the north, and they took her back towards the woods, and nobody seems to know what to do about this. Because none of them are really used to
1: fighting off goblins. <laughs> what kind of, kind of check would I use to see how much I'm enjoying my ale? Um, <laughs> Priorities are in order.
0: <laughs> let's see. That would probably be either a perception or maybe survival. Huh? Maybe a
3: a perception. I'm perceiving myself. It, it could be it could be a constitution check to see enjoyment in terms of how fast it's getting drunk. That
1: would definitely- Ooh, I like that go. idea. Okay, let's constitution. Okay, so the constitution, a 20. So I'm not really enjoying my beer. Okay, 25. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure. Because yeah. if and I it's, paid, not, it's, it's not really getting you that drunk. Yeah. <laughs>
2: no.
0: Yeah. You're standing up to this beer. Even though they got you slightly better stuff, it tastes better, but there's not really all that much more alcohol in it. So you're not really...
1: <laughs> We get alcohol from a backwoods, you know, hole in the wall pub in the middle of some nowhere town. <laughs> 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 ah, <Yeah>, well. <laughs> but anyway, I, I think I'm, so, I'm, I'm still enjoying it. Yes, indeed. Okay. Yeah.
2: That's really sad that they took that little girl. We should do something.
1: And what do you want to do about it?
2: Well, we should offer to help or something, only for the right price.
1: Look, yeah, I was going to look, 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 Kathleen. I mean, whatever your name was. Sorry, I'm horrible. Portia.
2: My name is Portia.
1: Portia. Portia. Sorry. There's one thing in life, and that's money. And when it comes down to, it, yeah, our world is full of horrible dangers and whatnot. And, you know, this stuff happens. So if we were to run off and help any and all person who got kidnapped by bandit goblins, we'd be doing it for now until eternity. Being heroes, being a hero gets you nowhere. All it gets you is either one temporary fame and no one gives a shit afterwards, or you get dead. Oh, no need to be so harsh. It's just always about balancing risk and reward to the self. Well, in my experiences, the risk definitely outweighs the reward. <laughs> Unless, if there's something in it for us, then, then the reward tends to tip a little bit in its favor.
0: The friendly-faced man is busy kind of holding on to his friend the blacksmith, who is proposing to gather a posse and charge after these goblins, and the rest of the people in the tavern are really having nothing to do with this. But Morgaz the carpenter, the large woman who was sitting at her own table, has noticed your conversation and says, Well, if it's a reward you're wanting, the baron does have a standing reward for goblin ears."
1: Really now? How much uh, How much is the Baron paying per year? Five silver. Wanting to so one goblin to... gets you one gold.
3: Ooh. Wanting to not come off, you know, it's one thing to want to have money for yourself. It's another to come off as the type of person who only is interested for money. I will definitely, before this conversation reaches everybody's notice, run over to the blacksmith as if I was doing this heroically and offer to help.
1: I'm going to roll to see if I'm still enjoying my beer. <laughs> it's a nine. It's not as good as it was previously, but it's not enough. You are starting it's to get a little buzzed. It's, it's, I am getting a little buzzed. I fight better when I'm buzzed. so yeah.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Which, if I remember correctly, in all D&D campaigns, the drunker you are, the more advantage you get. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure that works that way. Maybe but. not. I don't know if D- you guys play. I play drunken exactly. D and D. Apparently,
2: drunken yeah. D and D. Is that D D and
1: D? D D and D. Yeah. <laughs> D cube. <laughs> D cube. <laughs> I play mostly. We're not calls. just talking about the eye, dice. All right. So, Ander here's. You know because i mentioned before before sue totally stole my thing he does kind of have a little bit of heart of gold but he is kind of upset about you know the quality of hail at this establishment mm-hmm. so he's like all right well if there's some money involved i might be willing to help out
0: mm-hmm. and uh- the large man, well, the medium sized man when compared to his friend the blacksmith, but the larger man who had been here here before is kind of holding the blacksmith by the shoulders and gives him a shake and says, See, there, Jago, see these adventurers will go after them. You're no knight. Stay yeah. here, they'll bring best back for you.
3: I reassure him, I have the best people on it. I point to Anders and say, This man could fight anything, bare naked, and trust me, I've seen him do it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I am buzzed enough that I hear what he says, but I don't really process it. I, I just kind of nod my head.
0: Mm-hmm. Roll a deception check.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Because I am
3: <laughs> entirely lying on this. I just met him. Crap, that's performance. Which one's perception? Or, uh, which one am deception I doing? Is... Deception yep. There we go. Okay. Thankfully, I'm pretty damn good at this. No, we not. Which does not, not so help with the... <laughs> One I rolled is that true? A, I have a plus you six. A you rolled a four. You rolled four. Oh, I have a, have a
0: plus two.
3: I have a I have a six in deception. Oh, hmm. well, I don't I don't come about that. Way. that.
1: Hmm. Maybe re fix it and re roll. I will try again. Deception submit it's still coming out weird. Yeah, it says it's coming yeah. kind out of negative three.
3: How hmm. even have mm. a negative six. Negative three deception. I don't know how these skills quite work.
0: No, well, the three means the red three is what would happen if you rolled if a you one. If you rolled a one, it thinks you have a plus two, but. Yeah.
3: Because I have proficiency in deception. Right. Right.
0: You should have the six. I see that there on
3: your sheet. Yeah. That is interesting.
2: So that would give you a ten?
3: That would give me a ten on my first roll, yes. Okay. Well, uh, do you want to go with the ten or do you want me to just roll again? I can roll a d20 plus six.
1: They're simple folk. I'd imagine it would work. Yeah. I mean, Jago Blacksmith it
0: doesn't look all that convinced, but his friend is still holding him by the shoulder, and they're, uh-huh. they're trying to keep him from doing anything stupid, basically.
3: Uh-huh. Okay, so. so continue on in this moment. I will then point Portia and be like, and this halfling is the most kind-hearted, caring cleric I have ever met. Just guessing cleric based on the ropes, by the way total blind guess here. So I'm just, like, kind of building this party mentality to help calm this guy and have a heroic moment. And I will also point over to the corner and say, and my closest friend, right over there, and point at the drow, would find a way into any lair and sneak anyone out unharmed.
1: You're gonna need a big-ass bluff for that. <laughs> oh, yeah.
3: No, I'm making Are this all up. So I imagine
1: each time... Yeah, so, you, so you, this bluff, needs. you had to bluff for Porsche, you definitely have to bluff for, uh... Sorry. That's an 18 on the Porsche. Okay.
3: Plus 6. that's a 9 on the Drown. <laughs> oh,
1: it takes a little bit of time. Okay, okay. Yeah. you
0: know. They haven't even seen yeah. you talking
1: to her, so they're not <laughs>
0: necessarily I so you, sure. I would imagine
1: you take that as a disadvantage as well. Oh, I guess it wouldn't matter. Never mind. Don't mind me. They want to believe you, so
0: they Mm -hmm. sort of go with it and start crowding around the rest of you, hoping that it's true. And it's like, really? Will you go get my friend Bess? Says the Carter's daughter.
2: Portia's going to hop down and go over
1: the Carter's daughter. She's um, probably about 12. Never mind. I'm not interested.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good, at least he has some
1: standards. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a pedophile, okay? <laughs> you no. bagel, you. I'm just curious, you know? I, You, know, you never know.
3: If you're Jamie, mm. it's just incest, not pedophilia.
1: Yeah, I don't have any sisters to be incestuous with if I'm actually Jamie Lannister, but no, my character doesn't have any sisters that he knows about. Scott. Okay. <laughs>
2: So Portia's going to go join Sam and try to be very careful not to get stepped on, mm-hmm. especially by the big smithy.
1: Yes. So at this point, also, uh, Andrew joins the group. and He's not drunk. I mean, I'd say he's like somewhere between normal and buzz. So he's kind of like feeling all right. Like kind of like he's warm, fuzzy, not mm-hmm. like... I don't think he'd be taking any disadvantage to anything, just saying, rolls to anything. <laughs> um, of course not. Of course not. So he says to the blacksmith, so you say uh, goblins took your daughter. What kind of goblins are these goblins? Uh, I don't know. Uh, small, green, tricky folk. A uh, pointy ear. Um, yes.
0: Uh, Those are definitely goblins. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, his friend, who's still kind of holding on to him, pipes up and says, I heard tell goblins have been raiding north of the Boar Wood. Those and the blacksmith says, Well, uh, they did take her north, that
2: uh, track. Are she need- going to jump up and kind of get a hold of his hand so she'll notice her? Sir, sir, can you, do you know how many there were? And did they take anybody else?
0: <sighs> well,. As far as I can see, they only took Bess. I hope I I scared them off before they could grab anyone else. And there were... I saw three. There might have been more before I got there. I I was working in the forge and I heard a commotion. And Bess screamed and I came running, but they were already halfway down the path by then.
1: How long ago was this? Oh... Well, I I ran after them, but I lost them fairly quickly, so... But how many minutes are you talking about? Like, would they have had a good opportunity? How much of an opportunity would they have had to be... How far away are they probably from here, running distance? Has it been 30 minutes and you just showed up and they're long gone? Or was this, like, minutes ago and we could probably hoof it and catch them?
0: Uh, Well, I did try to catch them myself before I made it here, so... It's probably been a good 20... 30 minutes, something like that.
1: So, Ander at this point kind of like stops looking at the blacksmith and just kind of like tries to attempt to get the attention of the tavern and says, Does anyone know the location of where the goblin's lair is? Because I can't think of what else you would call it. Carrick, the thin guy with the nasty
0: look, just sort of spits on the floor and says, Pah, goblins. No one cares what you
1: think, racist old man. <laughs> <Huffle as> always.: <laughs>
0: <laughs> The Carter, who's been holding back his friend the Smith, says, "Well, from the best I've heard, they're somewhere in the Boar wood to the north, but that's really all I know. They, they're not right on the cart trails, thank heaven, but uh, I mean, goblins aren't
1: all that woodcrafty. You might be able to follow their trail. I'm sure I didn't take a survival and you put survival into it, Scott. Geez, thanks. God, what a DM dick move. Anyway. You can always take a 20 in
0: things and just take 20 minutes to do as much as you can and you'll probably make it. It just means they'll have a better head start.
3: Mm -hmm. Well, speaking of time, it is dark out, right? We were getting towards evening, so I don't know how easily we could... What I thought it was that. lunchtime.
2: It was just sun- oh, was it lunchtime?
0: Yeah. The sun has started to
3: set.
2: The sun is starting to set, but it's not uh, quite dark could yet.
0: Pro- you could probably travel a ways and set up camp, or mm-hmm. you could stay here and set out in the morning. You should probably
3: get out. Um, mm-hmm. At yeah, this point, do I feel like they've told me most of everything I can know? That would probably be uh, insight. Yeah, go investigation. ahead. Okay,
0: so that's probably Insight. Investigation is for searching locations and finding things. Mm-hmm. Insight is more about people. People, yeah. So, so that's a 12 on Insight. As far as you can tell, most of the people here didn't know anything about it until the blacksmith came bursting in. Mm-hmm. Uh, the carters said the same thing a couple of times, so that's probably all that he knows. You might be able to find out more at the smithy if you wanted to go search there, or you could just head on the path to the woods and see what you find.
3: Okay. Team, do we want to do anything else before we move on?
1: Yes. And at this point, Ander turns to uh, I we'll forget what uh, Brackett. Thank Breka. you. And says Girl, I need an ale for the road.
0: She sort of rolls her eyes and glances at her mother and Giselle pauses for a bit and then gives a shrug so she goes and gets you an ale. <laughs>
3: uh, Right, actually, right before she leaves, I will take that moment to say, "No, town folk, rest easy. We shall have this drinks for everyone." So. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Don't you
1: dare, gentlemen! That out was Chris smooth. That was smooth. I will give you that, good sir. <laughs> <laughs> that was smooth. Giselle <laughs> oh, J- J- seems
0: much happier about this. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> Tea is going to be like shifting from foot to foot in anticipation. And is obviously wanting to go, but is waiting
3: mm-hmm. for our antics to be over with. hmm. Okay.
2: Yeah. Zara's also waiting to follow everyone out. And yeah. as she goes by the bar, she steals the tip money you left.
1: <laughs> <laughs> See, you can't trust I'm sorry. <laughs>
2: uh, I'm thinking that you don't know if be you a noticed that. Slide of, of hand. Right, right. yeah. Slide yeah. of hand, yeah. Yeah.
1: But, yeah, I would imagine end you'd end have end, yeah. to, you know, sleight of hand check that. Yeah, there we go. Oh.
2: There we go. Oh, shoot. I hit it twice on accident. 19. Well, your first was a
0: 19, so yeah. I think you made it. <laughs> go ahead. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Everybody's too
0: happy about
1: their free ale. Yeah, everyone's like excited. <laughs> Woo, beer!
0: Yeah. <laughs> Ander, if you want to try and notice that, you can roll perception and see if you beat a 19. But
1: I guess my question is, is with my passive perception is 14. I'm sorry, yeah, my passive... My passive wisdom? its So it's wisdom. So it's 10
3: plus your wisdom modifier. Okay. Which is your passive wisdom, which is just passive perception.
1: You're not. So my passive perception it. is a 14. Would I have caught that out of the corner of my eye, or do you want me to fully roll for that? You probably wouldn't have just seen it because she got a 19 on her slate
0: of hand, but if you want to roll for it, you can. Okay.
3: Because it, it would be a yeah. competition check, so you have to try to beat her 19 with your perception. Yeah,
1: okay. Yeah. Where did it go? I can't read my character sheet. How about a performance check? Ayo! Reception.
3: <laughs> Again, I don't know yep. how this skill is working. So I might 70, want to double so check. Guessing,
1: I catch her out of the corner of my eye, but I don't see what she's actually doing. I just notice that she yeah. finally just moved, and the kids. Because let's be honest, I mean, not saying that I'm a racist or anything, but she's a drow. And I'm kind of keeping a little bit of an eye on her a little bit. yeah. So that's yeah. why I noticed, but I didn't notice what she did. Yeah. That's interesting,
0: because your skill worked properly, and you got the plus four that you're supposed yeah, to get. I don't
1: know what mine is
3: up with. We'll try it again in a because second. Because mine's
1: not a, uh, what's it called, check. I don't get proficiency bonus with it.
3: At this point, I'm just going to be grabbing my weapons and saddling up
1: for the most part. Yeah, yeah. same here. That's um, why gonna... I got my L in a to-go sippy cup. <laughs> <laughs> or better yet yeah, like maybe like a one tankard pla- with a lid on it yeah basically yeah also all a gallon yeah exactly no not exactly a gallon
3: just in the interest of fairness i would imagine this point considering i've bought every drink for the group that as i'm getting ready to leave someone would approach me about my tab Or are they too busy being distracted <laughs> <laughs>
1: and you don't pay for the tab.
3: Yeah, I mean, I would love to sell out of here free, but in the interest of fair play, I would imagine yeah, I'm potentially. Rebecca would
0: probably come up to you because she's okay. the, you know the roaming one of the group. Mm-hmm. Not to mention, it. she seems to be quite mm-hmm. interested in in Zan. Mm-hmm,
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> yes, and now she knows uh, you have money, or think you do. Wow, she wouldn't, she really wouldn't be serving. You. She wouldn't be out serving. Well, Giselle still has to pull them all.
3: So. Oh, I guess so. Okay. Well, as much as I would have preferred to do this to Giselle, I will cast Charm Person since I have absolutely no funds. Um. What? How
1: do you have no money?
3: <laughs> None of my starting equipment came with money. I have a Are lot of crap, but me? no money. No. Um, what? Every
0: class gets money to start with. Oh,
3: okay. So maybe I yes, do have money. You have to have money. I'm still yeah. definitely not spending it. Oh, and oh,
1: that's so amazing. <laughs>
0: But on the starting equipment thing, mm-hmm. let's see. Warlocks would get 4d4 times 10. Okay, gold and okay.
1: Usually also uh, backgrounds also have money involved too.
3: Yeah, I don't think mine did, at least what I read. I'm reading from the SRD, so I can probably... Which
1: one was your background reading?
3: I'm from an official release document by Wizard called Haunted Ones. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so it's Fine. not in okay. the... Fair uh, handbook. But...
0: Yeah. <laughs> so That's probably I, why I didn't think to put that in.
3: Yeah, 44 gave me 11.
0: So you have 110 gold minus whatever you spent on your armor and stuff.
3: Okay. My armor came part of my background.
0: So. Okay, so yeah, you don't have to worry about that necessarily. Yeah, but if you, I'm not, you got any extra things, then...
3: Yeah, I didn't purchase anything else. Well, either way, I will be casting charm person. I would have a... Spell DC of 14, so okay. she would have to roll against a charm of 14.
1: Hmm. So, right for those of you who are watching the live stream, Colin has posted his ability in the lower right-hand corner, which you guys can read. But for those of you who are listening in the podcast version of this... With a skill reads, you attempt to charm a humanoid you can see within range. It must make a wisdom saving throw and does so its advantage if you or your companions are fighting it. If it fails at the saving throw, it is charmed by you until the spell ends or until you or your companions do anything to harm it. The charmed creature regards you as friendly acquaintance. When the spell ends, the creature knows it was charmed by you. Blech. That was a bad Okay. Thing.
3: She must make a wisdom saving throw or. Let me style out at this time.
2: So, but she's going to know that you charmed her, and we have to come back here to get our money. They're going to be out well, of It's on not my you. concern. I'll be a hero
3: at that point. I'll have someone. Long-term <laughs> consequences be damned. I'm not paying for the <laughs> finest ales, three of them, plus whatever ale I got before, because I got two to split with Breka. the marquee Yeah. Plus rounds on the house. <laughs> not made of money here. I only do this to know I can get out of it. Okay. <laughs> just, just. To- Throwing
1: in my two cents. Wow. We'll see, okay. Of course, the cleric would feel a little bit
3: morals about this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's a warlock. I mean, let's be honest. Here. We're partying with a warlock and a drow rogue. To be clear, to be clear. I have a pact with
3: Beelzebub. <laughs> I don't <laughs> no, think morals God. quite play yeah. into this.
1: <laughs> She's into you.
0: She's not paying attention.
3: <laughs> uh uh-huh. Yeah. So, I, so will, she, I will not just... She just flex.
0: scurries back to start passing out the uh, The beer that she's not getting any money for. Her.
3: Actually, yep. I I won't, because under the effects of Charm Person, basically, she views me as friendly, so suggestions work great. Such as, oh no, this isn't my tab, I will point at the skinny racist guy and say, he offered to pay for me tonight, and then <laughs> leave the party. So oh,
0: oh. <laughs> All right. We'll see how well she manages to get that out of him, but she's going to try.
3: (laughs) I say we make haste and leave before any attention returns to us.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and at the end of an hour, she's going to realize hey, wait a second.
2: (laughs) Yeah. So, Portia's going to pick up her things and go outside and wait for you guys.
3: We'll also saddle out with my stuff, although I believe. I'm leaving some of my stuff back in the room at the inn, like my chest and my manacles.
0: Okay. So they may end up just putting this on your inn tab as well, because you already paid for your room.
1: Uh-huh. Wait, sure. was I actually staying at the inn? No, I, I was.
0: Zen yeah. was. You can decide whether you were there or not already. You may have just stopped.
1: I was, I was just passing on through, but now I've been distracted by this little adventure. Zen needed a place to stay because he needs somewhere to
0: put his 125 pounds of stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> no, I've got 25 pounds of stuff. Yeah. He has a lot I'm of ca- stuff. I'm currently sitting at 65 pounds and I'm wearing yeah. chainmail.
2: Porsche's at 19 pounds, but she only weighs 24 pounds, so, you know, things are a little heavy for her.
1: Mm uh-huh. hmm.
2: Yeah. So while she's out there waiting for you guys to come out, a raven flies to the roof of the inn and caws down at her and kind of bobs its head at her. And she kind of smiles and holds out her arm and the raven comes down and lands on her arm. And mm-hmm. she tells the raven that she's going adventuring and then sends it back up into the air. When it okay. just kind of I don't
1: trust around. that raven. Wait, am I outside? I think I'm outside.
2: I don't know where you are. You don't trust anything.
1: I don't trust anything. If you've seen the things I've seen, you wouldn't trust anyone. All right, so, so are um, we heading
2: out? Um, yeah. I and
1: Andrews are outside. And I'll also the, wander the rest outside. Is coming as
0: well?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: All right. But did, so, did, you did you want to, to see
1: him do this whole like charming, not paying money thing? I don't know. Did you want to? I think I was outside. So.
3: Yeah, I was outside waiting. Yeah, and uh, plus charm without any material components probably just looks like I'm hitting on her again since it's only verbal and somatic.
0: So. Hmm. If you wanted to roll an arcana check, you could find out that he was doing something arcane. Yeah, I can't do anything arcane. And By the way, um, for this is for all of you, anybody can roll any kind of skill. Mm-hmm. It's just that you won't necessarily have a bonus in something you aren't trained in.
3: Right.
0: So if you don't have perception trained for example you can still just roll a wisdom check or if you're trying to do a medicine check that's also wisdom or intimidation is a charisma check so you just get your regular ability modifier and not an extra proficiency bonus
2: right okay
0: so you've headed out of the copper dragon did you want to head north towards the woods or east toward the smithy that the blacksmith came from
3: Yeah, I'd say when we get everybody outside and kind of seeing as I round them up and very clearly making an attempt to be head of the party here, kind of pull them together and ask their opinions on what we should do next.
1: Well, do we feel we have enough information to go after these goblins or do we want to go speak to the Blacksmith once more?
0: Well, the blacksmith is still inside. His friends yeah. are sitting um, him down for a drink to calm him down.
1: But okay. do, we, do we want to go to the uh, the blacksmith shop and see if there's, or wherever the girl was taken, we would see that the uh, goblins left any evidence that potentially would help us? But then again, the townspeople did say they had a pretty solid idea where they were at. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're somewhere in the woods to the north. That could be pretty big. If you wanted
0: to roll a nature or a history check. You could find out what you know about this area and how big the wood is and things like that.
3: That's not my strong suit. I, mine. I, I could do that.
0: Yeah. Survival would also be useful because that's the oh. tracking thing again. But mm-hmm. whichever way you want to go with it.
2: Maybe I don't have the nature. I thought I did, but apparently not. Uh, I thought
0: you did too. Hmm. I think that was one of your options and you decided to go with animal handling.
2: Yeah, that's, that's what happened probably with it.
0: That. But you can still roll one whether you're skilled in it or not. It just means you'll get a lower number.
2: I'll hit one and see what happens. We got a ten.
0: Okay. You're not from this area precisely, but you've heard of the boar wood. It's not a giant forest. It's a hunting preserve, basically. It's where you go, where the king goes to hunt boar. Hmm. And, you know, the locals will every now and then as well. It ranges for a while because, you know, they have to have some space, but it's not if you were doing like a a grid pattern search and exhaustively going over everything, it would take you a week or two, but there are a number of paths through the woods and it's not going to take you more than a day or so to cross the woods.
2: So, a ranger should have tracking type abilities. Does Amy have tracking?
1: Um, she's not a so ranger. ranger. She's not a ranger.
2: Oh, the rogue. Sorry. <laughs> she's a rogue. 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 Ranger. They serve the other R. R. One. It's, it's just yeah. in my head wrong. Okay, never mind.
0: <laughs> yeah. You yeah. probably have the best wisdom score because you're
3: mm-hmm. a cleric. Yeah, what do you have in survival? My so,
2: survival says plus three on the other side,
3: so... I have a yeah. four in survival because so I have a proficient, yeah. so I might, might as well so go So you two that are four. probably
0: the trackers of the party. Okay.
3: Yeah. So let's go over to the blacksmith and see what we can find out. And just, yeah,
2: try to track from there.
3: Yep. So, ooh, okay. only a 12.
2: So, so I
0: mean, you walk down the street no. to the smithy. It's not hard to find, because, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's his house and then an attached forge, and there's still smoke coming up from it, even though he's banked the fires for now while he was running out. And you can see they haven't been very subtle. There's, you know, scuff marks on the ground all around the smithy actually around the house which is where she was at the time it looks like she was actually outside hanging up laundry which is how they came across her and it's on the northeastern edge of town so you can see the woods from here and they've left a fairly obvious trail through the grasses up to the edge of the woods so that far at least will be fairly
3: easy to track
2: okay they went that way look i can see where they went through the grass
3: yeah, you're right. At least we have a direction. Okay. Let's start following the and then make camp part of the way through if it gets too dark. Yeah, the sun is
0: starting to go down. It hasn't gone past the tops of the trees yet, but mm-hmm. once you get into the woods, it's going to be darker.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Do we come across a clearing at any point? Just kind of a opening that we can maybe set up shop around.
0: Yeah. There's
3: a few. There's
0: a smaller one you hit fairly quickly, and then if you keep going. There's some other larger ones. There's a little bit of a stream through the second one.
3: Okay, yeah. Let's stop at the stream, and I will go ahead and roll survival to make a camp. All right. That's nine. (laughs) Not doing very well. Well, my survival
2: to see everybody was a five, so, Mm -hmm. yeah.
0: Yeah. The rest of you can help with this as well, because, you know, if Zan's (laughs) just sitting there trying to, you know, jam some stakes into the ground and set up a a lean-to... You there guys can help make the fire
1: and do some other things.
3: Looks like Ander, surprisingly, knows his way around a good campfire. Yep.
1: Nice. Yeah. I definitely have lots of experience and with it.
0: When you're a campaigner, you have to know how to set up camp. Set up camp. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Learn it in the military. So, you know, you um, you set up a, a fairly comfortable little campsite. You have your bedrolls. And if you want to, you can try and set up some sort of tent or lean-to as well but you'll have to figure out where everybody's going to sleep. Um,
2: Is it a clear night? Does it look like it's going to rain, or is it going to be fairly clear?
0: Roll a nature check.
2: Uh, Nine.
0: Mm. It's a little bit hard to tell. There's a few clouds, but they don't seem to be gathering into anything particularly ominous right now. It'll probably be fine.
3: Okay. Well, I suggest we set up watch throughout the night, just because we don't want to be ambushed. So we can each take shifts. Okay. Okay. I'll
0: How many the watches? Well,
3: with four of us, we can probably divide into four shifts.
0: All right. So, I Anders will, on first watch.
3: I will take last watch.
0: All right.
2: I will take second watch.
0: Which I guess leaves Zara for third watch.
2: After
0: Assuming she's actually followed behind and actually come up to the rest I of them have. at this point. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Sorry.
0: Because she was sort of sneaking out of the inn after the rest of them left. <laughs> Alright, so you bed down for the night, and um, Ander sets up his whole perimeter. Make a perception check.
1: Twenty! Nat twenty! I see everything from everywhere coming, I mean, <laughs> and I will see them, because I've got amazing perception.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's very used to this setting up watch. This is a different forest than you're used to. You know, you hear some strange birds, occasionally you hear a twig crack but nothing seems to come. The night goes uneventfully, and you're on to second watch.
2: Okay, do you want me to roll perception as well? Yes. I'm not rolling well at all.
0: Okay. This is a big forest. You haven't been around this many people in a camp for a while. It's kind of Mm -hmm. making you think back to some other times in your life, and every now and then you find yourself kind of nodding off, but as far as you can tell, there's nothing major going on. All right, um, so you can head up to bed, and I guess Zara can roll a perception check this time, too. You also have advantage because you have dark vision, assuming you don't stare at the fire. <laughs> okay, you do actually notice some little creatures trying to sneak up to where you've hung your packs in the trees with food in them, but you're able to chase them off without much difficulty.
2: Throw rocks at them. Yeah. <laughs>
0: well, you can do that too if you want. Um, roll in a, an attack with one of your daggers or a, a stone or something like that. <laughs> or I guess your shortbow would be good for that too, actually.
3: Yeah,
2: so I just click it right here. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you have to click it in the part where it says attacks and spellcasting and just click the name.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay, now I get it. Sure. Okay. I have to figure out what the ac of a squirrel is <laughs> <laughs> or it'd probably be a raccoon or something actually since it's going after the food let's see yeah, you hit
3: All damage yeah.
0: so yeah, you roll one d six plus four for damage, or we can also set it so that your bow automatically does that let's see. there we go. Now you won't have to worry about that for any other times But for this one, we'll do it manually, I guess So you stun the raccoon and it falls out of the tree (laughs) If you want, you can dress it and have it for breakfast (laughs)
2: That sounds good
0: Alright, the rest of you wake up And Zara is roasting something over the campfire Mmm, does good?
3: It sounds like a full night's sleep. I presume that would count as at least a short rest.
0: Yes, everyone gets a long rest because you all had, um, you all had three quarters of a night.
3: Okay. So I'm gonna refresh my spell slots. Get that charm person.
0: <laughs> Indeed.
3: Mm-hmm. I will take my part of the morning, enjoying the smell of roast squirrel also Look over a tomb that I have in my bag and. Uh, Read up a little bit on command so it's a prepared
1: spell.
0: All right. Once you clear up for your breakfast, you can add in some of your rations that you already have in your packs and things like that. If you wanted to forage for anything else while you're here, you can roll a survival check to add into that and then head on along the path, I guess, or see how your
1: tracking goes. <laughs> I roll survival, so I did. Yeah.
2: You, you didn't get much for breakfast. Ooh. Oh yeah, I definitely found a berry bush.
0: But... Mm-hmm. Yeah, you did, and they're not even poisonous. Well, oh, lucky good. Lucky me. <laughs> yeah, Andrew, you find some berries too, but Zan stops you before you actually put them in anything, and points out the differences between those ones that look very similar to the ones that you actually can eat. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of shoot him like a all right, smarty pants look. <laughs> It's been a while since you were in basic training, so... They are very similar looking, but those ones would have had not the best effect. So you have a fairly nice breakfast, and then you can either just continue along the path, which there is a bit of a path worn through here still. You can try and specifically track the goblins, or just keep an eye out for anywhere they might have left it.
3: I will definitely attempt to track the goblins for a survival roll. Alright. 17. Okay. That should be correctly. Hang on. Mm,
2: it just says 2.
3: I should have a plus 4 in survival. So it'd be a 19. So it'd be a 19. Yeah. All right. No,
2: no, no, 19. No, 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 19.
3: Indeed. Does the 19 do it for you? Mm hmm. <laughs>
0: <Yeah. laughs> they seem to have kept to this path for a ways, so you might as well keep going. But you easily notice in about. 15 minutes or so where they start venturing off in another direction.
3: Okay. I'll we'll continue to lead us down then. Mm-hmm.
0: Assuming the rest of you just sort of follow along. Yeah, yeah. break the up. Is the following the leader here.
2: Follow the leader. Mm-hmm. Follow, follow, it
0: takes follow, follow. you probably mm, two or three hours that you're a ways farther into the woods, but you haven't gotten hungry again yet, and the trees start thinning out. And you notice you've gone through just regular woods and deer trails for a while, and now you're on another wider path that looks like it was once heavily used, but has been rather overgrown lately. And as you approach this large clearing, you see a stone structure in it, which if I, figured out how roll 20 works. I think i should be able
1: to see I see the path people. Ooh. I, I see I need yeah. I a mean, center.
3: Also, can I note that the fact that this currently has bird chirping is probably one of the coolest things?
2: Yeah, uh, it's really great. <laughs>
3: oh, that's okay, yeah. bird
1: chirping.
2: Yeah, I've got birds.
1: Yep, probably on the jukebox. Yeah, stupid, stupid roll 20. I hear it now playing, but it's not
0: playing.
2: Aww. Aw.
0: And I would like you all to roll perception checks.
2: Okay, that means I have to get my thing back up. Yeah. 11.
3: Okay. 6. She yeah.
0: Portia doesn't really notice anything.
2: Don't, <laughs> so nothing. Nope. Um,
0: yours, Bob, would be. I got um, perception
2: check. D20 plus 4. Yeah. We're getting breathing, too.
0: Okay, you notice, because you are used to being on campaign and you've sort of gotten a little bit nervous that you still haven't seen any actual tracks from these goblins, you notice there is this stone wall ahead of you, and there are also a pair of goblins who seem to be guarding something. Mm-hmm. It's up to you. How nice do you want to be to the rest of your party? Are you going to let them know that these goblins are there?
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I tell them, uh, hey, guys. I see two goblins in the clearing up ahead next to a stone wall. All right. So you guys
0: manage not to just come walking straight down the path at them and they don't notice you. And I think that is a good place to wrap up for the night. And then next session, we will see what you make of these guys.
1: All right. Sounds good. Yeah. And it will
0: also give me a chance to make character sheets for goblins. I
3: (laughs) forgot to do that. Yeah, there we you go. Good
1: place to stop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, with that, that's going to end this episode of Point of View Weekly. I'm sorry, wrong show. <laughs> <laughs> Pooch plays Thanks. Dungeons and Dragons. So, from all of us here at the Potterific Weekly Studios in Fargo, North Dakota, because I can't remember where the Pooch Play Studios are. I've been Bob. I've been Scott. I'm Colin. I'm Sue. I'm Amy. And we will catch you guys next time on Poova Plays Dungeons & Dragons. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night, everybody.